place here in these next few minutes. I'd ask tonight that you'd anoint the heart, the mind, and the ear, God, that we would come with an open mind, an open heart, a good attitude to receive. God, would you come to give us tonight, Lord? And we do give you the praise, the thanks, and the glory. Put your Bibles down and begin to lift him up, will you? Will you praise him all over this house tonight? Come on, lift your voice up tonight to the Lord. Praise him tonight. Hallelujah. For worthy he is to be lifted up above all today. I love you. I love you. I love. Come on, church. Let's dig in for a few minutes, can we? Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. You can be seated tonight. Praise the Lord. Uh, I want to preach by the help of the Holy Ghost for just a few minutes tonight. Will you be ready? Will you be ready? I uh, preached a while back. Praise God. If you're a Christian, tell me how to die. And I believe what I preach because if I preach and tell you how to die, then it's good enough to live by. Praise God. I said it's good enough to live by, but we've got folks who want to live by what they want and don't want to die by. Praise God. Do you know what I'm talking about tonight? Oh, I feel the Lord in this house today. Peter began to speak to us through the word of God telling us that the Lord is not slack concerning his promises. Some men count slackness. Praise God. That's a promise. Do you hear me? He is long-suffering to us word that not, oh, come on now, that he don't want anybody, praise God, uh, uh, not to be able to come to him, but he wants everybody, praise God, to repent uh, and be baptized in the precious name uh, of Jesus. Uh, salvation is a choice uh, that you and I make. Uh, the word declares unto us uh, that he, oh, my God, uh, that he's going to do everything that he can uh, for us to get our souls right uh, with him. He's going to do everything uh, that he can. Uh, he's not willing that any should perish, uh, but that all uh, should come to repentance. Uh, oh, I stand back uh, and I'm amazed uh, and I see families, uh, how they live for God uh, and how they actually say, no, my God, uh, never seem to get a grip uh, of a hold of the Holy Ghost uh, and live for God the way they need to. You know what I'm trying to say tonight? We got daddies. I said we got daddies uh, that have seated their children, praise God, uh, have everything that they need. Oh, all the necessities in life. Uh, they, they make sure that they get them to bed early uh, every night so they can get up and go to school. Uh, they want them to have a good education. Uh, they send them to the best of schools and colleges. Uh, they buy them cars. Uh, they give them all the material things uh, that this world can offer them. Uh, but the oh my God. Uh, but there's one thing that's always, uh, it seems to be left out. Uh, it's always, it seems uh, to be the last choice. Uh, and that is offering them uh, a great salvation. Uh, that is offering them something. Uh, it's eternal. Uh, something that will keep them. Uh, something, friend of mine, uh, that will give them to the place uh, that they need to go. Uh, oh, friend, uh, think about it. I've come to tell somebody today. Uh, the Lord uh, is coming like a thief in the night. Uh, you better get ready uh, because God uh, is coming back. 
Oh, come on, somebody. Come on, somebody. Woo. You're thinking you're going to wait on your dying bed to get right with God? Come on, that's a chance that I refuse to take. I said, that's a chance I refuse to take. Hear me, somebody. Uh, you've got an eternity before you. Uh, I said, you've got an eternity before you. Uh, and it really does matter. Uh, oh, my God. It's time to get right. It's time to take a look at yourself. Come on, if you don't know anything about this salvation and you're just wandering around out there in this old cold world, this old cold world will heap things on you that you never thought uh, that it would put on you. But I'm telling you tonight, friend of mine, uh, there's a God that wants you to repent. Uh, there's a God that don't want you to perish, uh, but he wants you to have ever-loving life. Come on now. He wants you to have life and life eternal. Uh, I've come to ask you, are you ready? Uh, are you been taking advantage of what God has been offering to you uh, in this revival? Uh, I said, have you been offering, oh my God, uh, have you been taking advantage uh, of what God is offering you uh, in this revival? Uh, are you going to be ready uh, if he is to come bursting through uh, the eastern sky tonight. Uh, would you be ready? Would you be ready? I said, will you be ready? No, we got thieves. They, uh, We got some thieves that'll break in your house and they don't really know a whole lot about what they're doing. They'll just break in and and some get caught, some don't, but you take a professional thief. A professional thief, he's watched your house. He's cased your house out. He knows what time you get up in the morning time. He knows what time you leave your house. He knows all your daily routines. Uh, he knows your schedule that you keep. Uh, and friend of mine, he, he's not going to get caught because uh, he's been sitting there watching. Uh, praise God. Uh, I'm telling somebody today, ready or not, uh, Jesus is coming back. Uh, I said, ready or not, uh, he's coming back. I hate to know uh, that I sit on an apostolic pew uh, and that I burst in hell wide open. Uh, I'd hate to know that I was a part-timer uh, and have an opportunity uh, to be saved uh, and yet I allow him uh, to catch me uh, as a thief in the night. Why are we so concerned about the natural things in life? Some of you got burglar alarms on your home and your cars. We're so concerned about the natural things of life. And yet when it comes to eternity, we take so many chances. I said, but when it comes to eternity, we take all the chances that we can take. Hello? The Lord's not slack concerning his promises. He told us he's coming back like a thief in the night. You better be ready. Hear me, somebody. You walked in here today, uh, and my God is coming here. Uh, you've got an eternity staring you right in the face, uh, and you're living haphazardly. Uh, come on, in the Word of God, uh, it's come to tell you. Uh, come on, you're living in the end time. Uh, he's getting ready to come back. Uh, I'm telling you here today, uh, I refuse to be lost. Uh, I refuse uh, to know this truth of God uh, and the Word uh, and know that he's coming back. Uh, and, uh, and be lost.
there's possibilities that I could go out into eternity anytime and I refuse to take a chance on being lost, Brother Riggin. I want to do everything that I can, everything possible. And God's doing everything possible to save you. Do you hear me? Come on now. He's drawing you. He wants to give you eternal life. Why would you take a chance? Come on. I said, why would you take a chance? Behold, I come quickly. Blessed is he that keepeth the saying of the prophecy of this book. And behold, I come quickly. And my reward is with me to give every man according to his work shall be. I want you to know if there was ever time that we need to prepare for the coming of God. It's right now. I said it's right now. You look at everything that's going on in our world. You look at how everything is just adding up. Come on, friend. I want you to know as a tree falls, so shall it lie. You hear me? And if I'm not repentant of my sins and I'm a sinner when the trumpet sounds, I'm going to be lost. Come on, I'm going to be lost and I'm going to be left behind. And if you've been reading the most damnable books uh, left behind, that's nothing but a lie out of the pit of hell. There's not another chance uh, when the trumpet sounds uh, and he takes his bride out of here uh, and all the things that are left, uh, your opportunity's dead and gone. Uh, he's not going to hear you. Uh, come on, friend. Uh, it's not enough to know this word. It's not enough to hear this word. But I pray this revival is putting something inside of some of us uh, that'll make us understand I've got to be ready, uh, that I can't live haphazardly uh, and just casually stroll my way. Uh, come on with my walk with God uh, like it doesn't matter. Uh, come on, friend, we get low, my God. We get comfortable uh, living for God. Uh, we get comfortable sitting on a pew. Uh, we get comfortable with the move of God. Uh, we get comfortable with the chill bumps uh, and speaking in tongues and running the aisle uh, and shouting. Uh, could you let somebody get in a pulpit uh, and begin to preach about hell and heaven uh, and we shut up. Uh, we turn into prunes because uh, we don't want to hear it. Uh, we want to run. We want to shout. Uh, but we need to let something uh, get in our spirits tonight uh, that awaken us uh, and tell us uh, there's an eternity uh, that's before us. Praise God. Praise God. I, I don't want to be comfortable in my walk with God. I, I like this morning when I was praying. Early this morning, I said, God, I'm not satisfied. See, that's what happens. We get satisfied in where we at. And we never reach for another rock and we never climb up another rung uh, on the ladder. Uh, God's been trying to get us to climb. Uh, I said, God's been trying to get this church to climb uh, to another level. Uh, my God, we're right there. Uh, it's just a little hump uh, that God's trying to get us over. Uh, but some of you don't want to get on the same page. Uh, come on, it's time to dig in. Uh, it's time to forget about uh, being comfortable on a pew. Uh, you need to think about eternity. Uh, you need to think about where you're at. Love him with me for a minute, church, will you? 
come to talk to the complacent today. Come to talk to those that used to be on fire for God. Come to talk to those that are lukewarm. Come on, cold and indifferent. I felt that old spirit. You got to understand he's coming like a thief in the night. You got to understand he's coming like a thief in the night. Uh, come on now. You think about what he said in Luke 14, 16. He said unto him, a certain man had made a great supper and played many. Come on now, you're not left out tonight. The invitation is going forth. It's been going forth ever since we started. Come on, I felt something happening. Uh, I, I feel a conviction in this house today. Uh, I, I've been praying all day long uh, that God would convict our hearts, uh, that God would awaken us, uh, that we could see uh, that there's an eternity uh, before you and I tonight. Uh, and we need to do something uh, about the way we are. He, come on. If we'd rather play in the pew at prayer time, come on, you're complacent. If you'd rather sit there and bob up and down like a bobber and pay attention to everybody walking in the door, you're not connecting. Come on, you're complacent. I said you're complacent. You hear me? We're worried about who's walking in instead of connecting to God. And come on, getting all the rubble out of the way that God can have his own. Come on, way in the service uh, to where the preacher didn't have to, oh my God, uh, way through all the muck and the grime uh, and all the carnality and all the things uh, out there where there would be liberty uh, to preach what God said, uh, to preach to the church. Uh, come on, you need an ear uh, to hear what God's saying tonight. Uh, you need to wake up. Uh, you need to find yourself a place uh, and get down to business uh, with God. We got too many people saying, well, I'll let old sister so-and-so carry the line. I'll let old brother so-and-so carry the line tonight. In other words, I'll just act like I'm praying and I'm really not. I'm mumbling words. Now listen, I want God to know what I'm saying to him. I said, I want God to know what I'm saying to him. I want him to bow his ear down, come on to my voice, uh, and hear my prayer. Uh, come on in my petition that I put before him. Uh, I don't want to speak a bunch of showy words, uh, but I want something that's coming out of the heart. Uh, something, oh, come on now, uh, that's boiling out of my soul. Uh, God, get me right. Uh, help my attitude. Uh, help me where I'm at. Uh, oh, God, help my unbelief. Uh, Breathe in me a clean and right heart. Somebody reach out to your maker. And he sent his servants at supper time to say to them that were bidden, come, for all things are now ready. Sounds like the coming of the Lord. And they all with one could sit began to make excuses. Sounds like the church of the living God. <laughs> I'm sorry, Brother Rick. The first said unto him, I have bought a piece of ground. And I must need go and see it. I pray thee have me excused. What a flimsy excuse. 
Another said, I have bought five yoke of oxen and I go to prove them. I pray you'd have me excused. Another said, I've married a wife, uh, and therefore I cannot come. Something's very, very lame about them first two excuses. Uh, I bought a piece of ground. Uh, and come on now, when I begin to look at it, uh, I'm not real smart. Uh, but I believe that a Jewish man uh, wouldn't do something like that. Uh, I believe he would look at something. Uh, I don't believe he's put his money down uh, before he looked at what he was going to buy. Uh, I don't know about you, friend. Uh, I have both found my God, uh, I bought, the, bought them five yoke of oxen. Uh, it's like buying a tractor on eBay. You don't even know if they can work. Well, my daddy, he used this guy. And he had a mule and they'd bust that thing up real good and then we'd get out there and do all the stuff that had to be done. We had a humongous garden every year it was five of us kids daddy didn't need no help he had a workforce <laughs> Woo. praise God some people are allergic to work <laughs> whoops that's accidental that just I'll tend to him uh huh <laughs> but you know what friend I don't think that they would do that without looking at it. You can if you want to. But I'm not going to put my money down. I'm not putting my money down. That's just how I am. Nope. Well, Brother Heron's not going to do it. I got five yoke of oxen. What was it? It was an excuse. My God, how many times, how much, how many excuses have we walked in here with tonight? Why I can't do this and why I can't do that. And why I'm at the place that I'm at. Why do we want to point a finger at somebody else when you need to look in the mirror and look at that person that's staring back at you in the mirror and say, you're the one. Hello. I understand and I know that when we stand at that great white, come on, judgment. The word said we're going to be without an excuse. But how many excuses could I get today why you don't want to live for God the way you need to live for God? How many excuses am I going to get tonight? Hello? How many excuses will a man want to give on that day? I want to tell you I'd rather have never known this truth than I'd sit in an apostolic service after service uh, and felt the spirit and the power of God moving and never responded to God uh, the way I need to respond to God. Did you know this altar is just as much for the saint as it is for the sinner? Some of you are allergic to it. Come on now. I'm not, I'm not going down there. I don't want him shaking all over my head. <laughs> Hello. Praise God. I've come to tell you here today, God's got to be top on the list number one he's got to be greater than anything in our lives you hear me anything 
He's got to be number one, praise God. Then everything else can be put in perspective and be put in the right order, praise the Lord. He's got to be number one, praise God. Uh, as much as I love my wife, uh, God's number one in my life, Brother Riggin. Uh, and I love my wife, praise God. She's been a good mate to me. Uh, but I didn't get the Holy Ghost from my wife. Uh, I got the Holy Ghost from me. Uh, I can't help my wife get to heaven. Uh, it's her own walk. Uh, she's got to do it herself, uh, just like me. Whatever you're expiring to obtain is not going with you. You know something I've never seen by trailer is a wagon. <laughs> I've never seen a wagon behind a, a hearse. But we all think that we're taking all that stuff with us, don't we? You're not. I'm telling you right now, you're not. You're not taking that money with you. You're not taking those goods with you. Come on, I said, I'm telling you. Come on. You might as well go ahead and get that out of your head right now. Because he's coming like a thief in the night. Be a good day that you let God do something in your life. I would to God that somebody would tonight get up out of their seat and run to an altar my god if you gotta crawl crawl i've crawled to an altar before i've actually crawled from the back of a church i was in a service one night and my god god got to speaking and i knew that god was talking to my heart and i got down on my hands and knees and crawled to that altar i wanted to let god know that god uh, i've got to have you to touch me uh, i need you to work a work in my life uh, i need you to do some things for me uh, praise god that nobody else can do but you uh, you know how to get down in the heart uh, you know how to get down to the root of the matter uh, I don't know how to do it but you know how to do it uh, you know my ever waking thought uh, you know my downfalls uh, you know where I lie you know what's going on in my life I got to be right I'm tired of the excuses. Somebody needs to say, I'm tired uh, of the excuses. I'm tired of all the things uh, I've been holding on to. Uh, come on, I'm tired of the excuses. Uh, what will you give on that day? Why would you give your children everything that they want and leave out salvation? Hello. Why are you so concerned about all the natural things that you can get and know that, friend of mine, it's going to perish? How long have I lived? I've lived long enough to know that every one of us is going to go by the way of the great except for the second coming of the Lord. I'm telling you, he's coming to all of us. All of us. You can mark that down. You can write that down in your little black book tonight. Because some of us believe that we're going to live forever. That we're going to live for hundreds of years. Uh, sir, you're fooling yourself today. Uh, why don't you be, come on now. If, you want, if, if we're going to be real men and real ladies, praise God. Uh, uh, come on now. We need to get ready. Uh, we need to get ready. We need to get our children ready. Uh, I said we need to get our children ready. Uh, we can't let them sit on apostolic pews uh, and, and play around and not know God. 
God. They need to know God like you and I know God. Friend of mine, because they'll be lost. If you really love them, you'll give them which is eternal. I said, you'll give them which is eternal. You'll give them which is heavenly. Don't allow them to be lost. Don't allow them to have the things. Praise God, my God. Allow them to have the things that God is promising to them. Can I preach just a few more minutes tonight? Go ye therefore to the highways, and as many as you shall find, bid to the marriage. So those servants went out into the highways and gathered together all as many as they found, both bad, good, and the wedding was furnished with guests. And when the king came in to see the guest, you know what he saw. He saw there a man which had not a wedding garment. He said unto him, Friend, how camest thou in hither not having a wedding garment? And he was, and he was, and he was speechless. That's the way it's going to be at judgment. And you and I stand before him, and you got all that junk in your life. And he said to the king of the servants, bind him hand and foot. Take him away. Cast him into outer darkness. There shall be weeping and gnashing of teeth. The servant had already invited the guests to come to the wedding. And when they could not come, he told them to go out there in the highways and the byways and ask them to come. He, they was compelling people to come. Then why was this man cast forth? There are those that came, but according to the scripture, was lost. Because absence of his garments excluded the man from the feast. Hear me, we conclude that the garment represents absolute requirement for the entrance to the kingdom. You're not going to just get in any old way. You're not going to get in any old way. I want you, come on now, any old way you want to go. You can't live any old way you want to live and think that you're going to get in. Thus it represented the, come on, the robe of righteousness that God graciously provided to this man through faith. For he had clothed me with a garment of salvation. He'd cover me with a robe of righteousness. King's word to provide a suitable garment that day for all the guests that was invited to the wedding. Why was this man lost? Because he refused to put on the robe of righteousness. Shh. Come on, somebody. That king had already prepared. I'm telling you, it doesn't make a difference. You, come on, it does make a difference. You do have to be baptized into the precious name of Jesus. You do have to, come on now, receive the baptism of the Holy Ghost by the evidence of speaking in other tongues. That is New, that is New Testament salvation. There's no other kind of salvation. Shaking a preacher's hand, praise the Lord, is not going to do it. Saying a bunch of showy words that I accept Christ as my personal Savior, that's not going to save you. The only thing that's going to save you is come to an altar, repent of your sins. Uh, come on, get your sins covered. Uh, being baptized in the name of Jesus for when you 
go down to that watery grave. Uh, that water, come on now, is going to turn to blood. Uh, and it's going to wash away everything uh, that you was up to that point. Uh, you're going to come up a brand new person. Uh, the old man and the old lady is going to stay in the grave. Uh, and the new person's going to come forth uh, in the newness. Come on. Uh, in the likeness of Christ. Oh, come on, friend. Uh, you're not just going to do it any old way. Uh, I'm telling you, it does make a difference. Uh, I'm telling you, somebody. Uh, I'm telling you, at that wedding, you can't have a spot nor a wrinkle on your wedding garments. Hear me, somebody. I'm telling some haphazard person that just kind of strolling along, living just, come on, any old way they want to live. We got to put on the robe of righteousness. You've got to understand, I've got to live, come on, for him. I've got to look like him. I've got to act like him. I've got to walk like him. At least I find a spot or a wrinkle on my garment. Come on, but as the days of Noah were, so shall the coming of the Son of Man be. For as the days uh, that were before the flood, they were eating and drinking and marrying and giving in marriage uh, into the days of Noah and entered to the ark. Uh, come on, friend of mine. And they knew uh, not until the flood came. Uh, it took them all away. I'll be ready. That's what a lot of people say. I'll be ready. You never read about another family that got on that ark, did you? Besides Noah. Come on. Why do we play games with God? Why do you play games with God? Isn't it amazing that as long as we're shouting, everything's all right? You get talking about hell, though. You get talking about eternity. People shut out. They shut you out. They'll shut you out. Come on, preacher. You can't come here. I don't want you to come there. I'm not letting you in. Come on, back off, preacher. You're talking about eternity. That's something that I don't want to talk about. Come on, you better talk about it because he's coming real soon. Come on, God's merciful, but you read in the book of Genesis, uh, and you read that Noah, I don't find anywhere else except for, come on, uh, that Noah and his three sons and his wife and his three daughter-in-laws, uh, but how many believers uh, was there on that day when that first raindrop uh, began to fall? Uh, come on, and the thunder began to roll, uh, and the lightning began to flash. Uh, he probably could have had a pretty good altar call uh, right then and there, couldn't he? bit too late wasn't it said it was a little bit too late wasn't it the problem was they'd waited way too late could you imagine when the flood began could you imagine the mamas running up come on beating on come on beating on it please Noah open up please you were right Noah I was wrong I didn't understand don't let my baby be oh, come on friend don't let my baby be drowned in these waters just take my baby but Noah couldn't do nothing about it God had already shut the door there's a small door of opportunity tonight there's a small door of hope for somebody tonight. Praise God. Hallelujah. 
Oh, hallelujah. He's coming like a thief in the night. And we're living in a time where life's a party. Life's a party. Let's eat and drink and be merry. Uh, has there ever been a generation more concerned uh, about partying than our generation? There shall be two in the field, and one shall be taken, and another left. Two women shall be grinding at the meal. Come on, one shall be taken, and the other left. Watch, therefore you know not what you're looking towards. That day shall come. I want to ask somebody today, what would it be like walking into your home and your companion be gone? Lord has come. He's called his bride away. And to think that you had every opportunity that you had and yet you missed out. I'm telling you today, he's coming like a thief in the night. What would it be like? What would it be like to walk in your home and your babies be gone? Those that were filled with the Holy Ghost that went to church and you're left behind. I'm asking somebody here today, why would you take a chance? Why would you allow the enemy to lie to you and tell you got all the time in the world to get right with God when eternity's staring you in the face right now? When you know that he's coming back like a thief in the night? Come on, somebody. I believe I've heard from God today. I'm telling somebody he's coming back. I'm telling somebody consider your ways. Why? You're standing in eternity lost without God. After some days when Felix came with his wife, Drusilla, which was a Jewess, he sent for Paul and heard him concerning the faith in Christ. And as he reasoned for righteousness and temperance and judgment to come, Felix trembled and answered, Go thy way for this time, for when I have a convenient season, I'll call for thee. I don't find where that's a convenient season anywhere. It's not recorded in the Bible. Do you hear me? And, and as he thus spoke for himself, Ephesus said with a loud voice, Paul, thou art beside thyself. Much learning doth make thee mad, Paul. Come on, friend. But he said, I'm not mad. Uh, most noble Festus, uh, but speak forth the words of truth uh, and soberness. For the king knoweth for these things before whom also I speak freely for I am persuaded that none of these things are hid from him for this thing was not done in a corner. King Agrippa believest thou the prophet I knowest thou believest. Agrippa said to Paul almost almost Paul you persuaded me to be a Christian almost almost I'm closing when I my wife was already laying down. Oh, God. <laughs> my wife was already laying down. And I seen somebody's house on fire. As I laid there, 
Your house is on fire and you don't even know it. I'm telling somebody, your house is on fire. If there's anything that scares me, it's fire I don't want to burn. And yet we have folks sitting in revival whose house is on fire. You said in this revival, and your house is on fire, and you don't even know it. Oh, God. You put your job ahead of God, you put your money making ahead of God, you put everything, come on, ahead of God. But God said tonight your house is on fire and you don't even know it. Why am I telling you? Because I don't want you to wake up in ashes. I'm telling some men, there's families at stake. Families at stake. I'm telling something, Daddy, you better care for your kids. Come on, you ought to get up and I'm done. You ought to get up out of your seat and run to this altar tonight. Some of you need to run to this altar. Some of you need to run to this altar as fast as you can come. Why? Because your house is on fire. Come on, we need to pray. We need to intercede right now. We got folks in here uh, and their houses are on fire. It's not time to stay back in the pew tonight. Come on, it's not time to stay back in the pew. It's time to come down around this altar. Uh, come on, get up out of that pew and make your way to an altar. Uh, find yourself. Uh, come on down here in a place at the altar. You need to find yourself a place uh, at this altar. Uh, he's coming back like a thief in the night. Why would you reject my word tonight? Why would you reject my word tonight? Why would you just play this off? It's just another service when I'm asking you to come. Jesus, Jesus, God, help us. Help us, God. 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 
Jesus. Somebody needs to cry like you've never cried before. Somebody needs to reach out to the Lamb of God like you've never reached out before. Somebody needs to let God be number one in their lives like he's never been before. Somebody needs to put all your petty differences aside and come to the Lamb of God with an open heart and an open mind saying, God, cleanse me, make me right.
Did you?